What you are about to hear may include disturbing descriptions of sexual or physical abuse or may contain coarse language. Listener discretion is advised. Hi, listeners. Welcome to this bonus episode of Chasing Enlightenment. We've released all six of our regular episodes for the first season of the podcast, but in the coming weeks and months, we'll be releasing some follow-ups where we'll dig more into some of the topics we covered this season. This episode will mostly assume familiarity with the story of the Students of Light, the spiritual group we covered on this season of the podcast, so if you haven't yet, you should listen to our previous episodes before this one. For this bonus episode, I'm speaking with Joseph C. You previously heard Joseph in episode 3, where he talked about meeting John Hanus for the first time as a young man. What I felt coming from that man could not have come from a normal person. Never, ever, ever. You also heard from him in episode 6, speaking about the possibility that the Students of Light could spiritually retaliate against former members who choose to speak publicly. Spiritual energies can be very strong, okay? And it's very, very real, Dan. It's very real. It's, it never think for one minute, uh, oh, it's getting a little spooked out about this, spooked out about that. It's very real. You're listening to a bonus episode of Chasing Enlightenment. My interview with Joseph C. I'm very happy to have uh, Joseph join us again for this follow-up episode where he'll share some of his reactions to the things we talked about on the podcast. So, Joseph, thank you very much for joining us. Thanks for having me on your show, Dan. I appreciate it. Thank you again. Now, Joseph, before we talk about what you thought about the podcast and, you know, your current views about John and the Students of Light, I wanted to start by asking... Could you please sum up your view and opinion that you had of John and the group before you started listening to the podcast, before you ever heard the show? Well, you, you know, Dan, uh, I've met John, as you already know, I've met him a few times. Um, I had some very interesting discussions with him. And Dan, listen, there's no way else of, of putting this. I'm just going to come right out and be perfectly frank with you. There's something very supernatural about this man, okay? He emits a, a electricity, okay? It wouldn't be any different than putting your hands on a live wire and feeling this electricity flowing through you. I think I've mentioned that to you in one of two of your podcasts in, in the past. And that has been my experience with John in the beginning. The experience I had with John, the few experiences I had with John were of a supernatural nature, okay? They were very real. It was, it was nothing concocted from my own imagination. Um, um, and and I, I had the highest opinion about John at one time when I first met the guy. I felt he was a healer when word circulated back at that time and throughout the years too that he was the reincarnation of Jesus Christ. There was a time when I believed it. Now, I think that sort of leads into my next question here is, um, how would you sum up 
how your opinions of John and the group have changed since you started listening to Chasing Enlightenment? When I first became involved with the group uh, and have met John, I had a total different impression at that time as opposed to today. Okay. Now let's fast forward up until I, I learned about these podcasts. I mean, I just can't believe my ears what I've learned, what has transpired throughout the 80s, 90s, leading up to John's death. Now, this thing about when I heard about John claiming to be the reincarnation of Christ is one thing, and I fell for it at one time. But when I learned through the podcast about these poor people, Vicky, who had died, Martin having a conversation with his bowels, uh, Emma, she had a kidney problem, I believe, and John was overseeing and paying close attention to her with, you know, treating her with the pendulum and stuff. That's the part I didn't understand, Dan, about John by listening to these podcasts. If he is the reincarnation of Jesus the Christ, and then you have the power of Jesus the Christ, you could you could heal at a glance by touching a person. What is this thing about? having a conversation with your bowels and I'm you're discouraged from going to the hospital. I don't understand that. Um, so when I learned about John later on in life, um, became ill with and and turned into an angry man and he had dementia and what was it, a bone disease, I believe you had said, Dan, osteoarthritis or something along those lines. Well, it doesn't matter. But he was a sick man either way, whichever way you look at it. The hard time, the, the, the thing I have a hard time with is if this is the reincarnation of Jesus the Christ, well, it doesn't sound like this is something the real Jesus of Christ would have gone through. If he's a healer, he could have healed himself. I can't understand how the reincarnation of Jesus the Christ would have died in this way. That's all I'm trying to say. That's all. Um, it's been said to me a long, 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 very long time ago that when John decides that he will leave the earth, he, he, he will reduce himself to ashes. You'll find a few little ashes on the floor and that'll be the end of it. So what they're suggesting to me is John had the power to transform himself well, better known as transitioning, but to transform himself so there's nothing left of him except a few ashes on the floor. Well, that's not what I hear here in the podcast. Someone who had died from dementia and osteoarthritis and God knows whatever else is there. I mean, I just don't understand that. Were there some other key moments of the podcast besides these facts about, you know, health treatment that impacted the way you view John now? Yeah, um, I'm not sure what podcast it was, but one of your podcasts, it was mentioned from, now correct me if I'm wrong, it may have been Cynthia, uh, where one of the members had mentioned that John um, visited Neva Dale Hunter, which I have a few of her books, and I, I suppose he had asked for a channeling session so he could find out who he was in a past life. At least that's what I got from the podcast. And Nevidel Hunter had told him that he is the reincarnation of Jesus Christ. Now, now the problem I have with that part, Dan, if you are Jesus the Christ, why do you have to go visit a channeler 
to be told that? <laughs> Why do you need to be told that? And John suggests to some of his members to go and see Neva Dell, if, if correct me if I'm wrong, that's the way I understood it in the podcast again, and get their uh, past life readings. So some people were members of, of, of the three wise men from uh, 2,000 years ago. And you also have a lady called Joanne, and Joanne was told that she was the Virgin Mary. Now, you know, I'm not going to mock these people. Uh, it would be so easy to do so, but it's not my intention to do that. But I'm going to tell you something. When You know, if he is the reincarnation of Jesus the Christ, does that mean that all these people in the world and all these affiliated uh, registered groups of people who believe in Jesus Christ as we've come to know him, are they praying to John when they pray to Jesus, when they praise Jesus Christ? Do they, are they really praising John is that the way John views himself as these people are really praising me because I'm the reincarnation of Jesus Christ? I don't, I don't think so. When, when people praise and pray to the Virgin Mary, are they praying to uh, John's wife called Joanne, who lives in Toronto, <laughs> of the planet Earth? I don't think so. I mean, that just doesn't make sense. It, it just doesn't make sense, okay? All this hoopla about reincarnation of this person and that person and an apostle here and an apostle there. I, I just have a very, very hard time believing that. And I have a hard, a harder time uh, understanding how people would believe that. Okay. I'm going to ask you a question, Dan, just off the cuff. And I'm, I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure you, you know something about the knowledge of spirituality. But have you ever heard the saying that goes, what spirit is known to be the father of lies mixed in with truth, some truth? What, what does that mean to you, Dan, when I say that to you? I'm not sure. I, I've never heard that saying before myself. You've never heard that saying. Okay. I, I don't want to bring up the name Satan. I, I don't even like that name. But it had been brought up somewhere in some of these podcasts, I think the later, uh, not the earlier, but the later podcasts. And, you know, whereas some members were indirectly pointing a finger at others, you know, you're Satan and you're Satan and you got Satan living inside you and you should have a talk with this part of your organ because Satan lives there, whatever the hell it is, okay? But, but it seems to me people who are going to take on these the, the roles of, of, of these deities, uh, universal deities, whether it's Jesus the Christ or Virgin Mary. I mean, I think you're really playing uh, with fire here, okay? Okay. And then you introduce into the equation, as I'm moving along into some of your other podcasts, this character called Don Colmar. Uh, I didn't know him well, but I knew of him. I did meet him a few times, and he did do a few ore balances on me. I, I thought he was rather charming. And um, from from what I picked up and learned in the podcast, this thing about this poor young girl called Bonnie, well, she's not so young today, but she was back then, having been raped by this man, well, she claimed she went to John. And she brought 
she brought with her her concerns to John's attention. And and listen, I'm I'm only responding to what I heard on the podcast, Dan. Okay, so that's, that's all I'm doing. And it it seems to me that the response she got from John, that John had said something to the effect, well, why don't you drop him and come and have sex with me instead? Something along those lines. Well, you know, you're passing this poor girl around like a piece of meat, and you sound like a pimp. (laughs) You don't sound like Jesus Christ. You sound like a pimp. So, so, you know, you've described how John did have these spiritual powers that he was able to harness, and you also described how you think John ended up going off the rails, going down the wrong path, using these powers the wrong way. Would you go as far as saying that there was even maybe a darker spiritual force working through John? Or was it just that he was a human that used his powers the wrong way? Well, that's not an easy question to answer, Dan. Um, Could John have potentially been a, uh, you know... (laughs) <laughs> maybe geared a little bit to the darker side of things. I, that's crossed my mind. I have an answer for you, and it's a very short answer, and I'm actually hesitant to divulge that answer, but I'll give you a hint. I'll give you a hint. Because I'm the person you mentioned in one of your podcasts uh, that has concerns about spiritual retaliation. Okay, through years and years of meditation, a person learns to focus. They can do a lot with those thoughts. People can uh, amalgamate together, one, two, or many people. And yes, they can. Uh, they could easily focus their thoughts on a particular person or people, and and just simply send negative thoughts their way. Okay, and it's. It's just energy, Dan. That that's why it works, and they know it works. They know how to focus their thought. What do you think meditation? What do you think they're meditating for? It's not just to acquire good eating habits, you know. It's to grow spiritually. But coming back to spiritual retaliation, I'm a firm believer in that. Um, and so, you know, you know, trying to be careful with my words and how I. I respond to your question. Um, I, I, uh, in a short form, I don't believe John was the reincarnation of Jesus the Christ. Uh, uh, however, uh, a, a, a very well-developed supernatural with supernatural abilities is the type of fellow he was. Okay, now, now let me. Let me try to clarify something you were saying a moment ago. So you were speaking again about, uh, you know, this fear of possible spiritual retaliation, which uh, was brought up on the episode six of the podcast. It sounded a bit like you were saying you actually do have a darker view of what John really was, but that you're worried about saying it publicly because of this worry about spiritual retaliation. Do I have that right? Um, yeah, yeah, you do, you do. Uh, matter of fact, you, you say better than I have or the way I should have explained it. 
I, I think on my part, the words are just hard coming out because uh, everything is very real when it comes to these abilities, these powers, and I'm trying to be, I'm trying to uh, carefully tread this path. I'm trying to tread it very carefully, and I, I don't want to piss anybody off. I, um, I don't want to say the wrong thing. Um, and and um, as you can see, Dan, I'm having a hard time you know, answering your question. You you know I'm 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 driving at something, but I'm having a very hard time getting it out. You know. Would it be um, okay if I ask ask you what I'm thinking you might be getting at? Is that off or on the record? On the record. Okay, go ahead, Dan. Let's let's try it. Well, one thing we heard about on the podcast was that John and other group members, core group members of his, would accuse certain members that they didn't like of being, you know, the reincarnation of Satan. Do you think oh, yeah. okay. John might have been something like that? <clears throat> okay, I, I'm going to try to spit it out. I, I'm going to try to just get right to the point. It's crossed my mind. After hearing and learning everything I have in these podcasts of these people, putting it next to my experiences of the past, as opposed to the first few times I, I experienced the love in John, the beauty about John, but fast forward uh, my life up until to what it is today. And when I gather all the information and data for the harvest and to see what this salad is going to turn out to be after putting everything in the bowl, it's not quite the salad I thought it was going to be. It actually turned out something that had a stench to it. It, it, uh, it could make you sick. Uh, it could kill you. Um, I have begun to wonder what side of the light, of that light spectrum that John is on. I, yes, I seriously wondered that. Um, I, I. Now, is he on the? Is he a light in the world, or is he a? on the dark side of things in this world. Um, I don't know. I don't know. But the best I will tell you or give to you is this much. I'm not convinced. Um, I'm not convinced that he is who he claims to be. Um, I, th I think that I've been misled um, and a lot of it is my own doing and my own imagination in the world I live in. Uh, in my mind, I perceived John to be a certain type of person, and I ran with that. I, I, I ran with it for a very long time. Oh, John's a, such a great man, and he's a healer, and he's a this, and he's that. Well, you know, after listening to these podcasts, all of that has changed. So, like you said, you you spent all these years with this certain view of John. And I was wondering if your beliefs about John over these years had, you know, shaped the way you had been living your life in this, in all this time. And when you look back now, do you 
regret the fact that you felt this way about John for all these years? Or is it going to change the way you live your life going forward? When I got out of the group a very, very long time ago, and I'm talking over 40 years ago now, so it was a long time ago, um, I was... Uh, I was so impressionable that I, I was so easily, I was so influenced by John, my experience with having met John, that now I'm not a part of the group for the, I'm fast forwarding for the next 40 years, but I've always retained that experience with John in the back of my mind. And not until I bumped into your podcasts fairly recently. Uh, in, in the latter part of 2021, that I learned what's been happening in the last 40 years in the life of John as opposed to what I fabricated in my mind. And that caused uh, a, a slight broken heart on my part. So where I stand today, um, you know, in 2021, because that is part of your question, I appreciate it, my spiritual belief system is as strong and healthy as it's always been, less John. John is out of the picture. Okay? And a takeaway part of this, I don't know if this is worth saying, but I will anyway. What I don't ever want to do is make the mistake of telling someone I am the reincarnation of this person, that person, this person, and play the game with them. Okay, I hope I'm getting that message loud and clear and through to whoever is listening to this. But when you come into my world, you either come into it as you are, the real person, uh, or, or don't come in at all. Don't come in uh, dressed with a uh, um, uh, dressed as a, a costume of someone else when you are not that person, but pretending to be. Because I'll pick up on it right away, and you're out of here. I never want nothing to do with you. <laughs> But I don't know if if that sounds too critical or sinister. I don't mean to sound sinister or critical. I'm just, I'm just trying to respond to your question, Dan. No, that makes that makes perfect sense. Um, okay. I guess maybe I'll uh, just sort of ask a big picture question here, and we can start to wrap up. But are there any other moments of the podcast that you found particularly interesting that we haven't talked about yet, or where you learned something that you think is really going to stick with you? There, there's a lot of takeaway that people can learn from this. They, they can, uh, people can learn a lot about themselves by listening to these podcasts and realize and ask themselves, do they want to be a part of something like that or they don't? And if you do, and then you need to ask yourself in addition, why would you ever want to be, become a part of that? Is it because you're insecure? Because you're looking for friendship? Because you're looking for this? Because you're looking for that? Well, you know, that means we have to be completely honest with ourselves when we answer those questions uh, upon listening to podcasts like this. And, and, and I also include in my answer existing uh, students of light, or if that's what they still call themselves, to listen carefully to these podcasts and see for themselves and reevaluate, um, 
is, is this really where they want to be in life? And why do they choose to be there? Who knows? They might be pleasantly, uh, surprisingly, they might be surprised to their own answer. That's all I'm trying to say. Any more takeaways on my part? Um, Nothing more except um, um, the podcasts served a great purpose in setting the record straight, in clearing the air. So now I know that what I've been thinking all along, I was wrong. And that's where people need to step up to the plate and be grateful and thankful to, well, and I'm not trying to butter you up, Dano, but they have to be grateful that these podcasts were were created and for the purpose they were created and try to for people to try to take lessons away and learn from these podcasts because what you're going to learn might be the most important lessons you ever learn in your life and people won't know that until they listen to the podcasts and i address the students of light too that's all well, thank you so much, Joseph, for joining me to share your thoughts about the podcast. I know it's been quite a journey and learning experience for you to get to hear all these people speaking about John and the Students of Light. So I really appreciate you sharing your journey with us. Thanks so much. Well, you say it a lot better than I would have. Chasing Enlightenment was written and narrated by Daniel Monroe. Audio production and editing by Carolyn Smiley. Additional research and voiceovers by Robert Monroe. Artwork and web design by Megan Hilario. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen. You can find more information about the show and ways to support us at ChasingEnlightenment.net. Contact us at ChasingEnlightenment at gmail.com. For mental health support in Canada, Visit wellnesstogether.ca or text 686868 for immediate help. Those seeking to leave abusive relationships can visit endingviolencecanada.org.